0: So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who built our businesses from the ground up, who spend our own capital, who want to make a huge impact on this world while creating a great income? Those are the questions we will answer in this podcast. My name is David Asarno and welcome to Get Naked in Business. I'm glad you're here. Now it's time to get naked welcome to another episode of get naked in business today we're going to talk about the power of purpose and how one event in your life can totally transform your direction welcome to another episode of get naked in business this is david asarno and i am so excited to be here with my good friend ben azadi founder of keto camp welcome ben
1: david i'm pumped up to be here with you thank you for the invitation
0: Oh, it's so awesome. Every time I see you, every week that I see you, <laughs> I just love what you're doing out there. And for those of you, those of you who don't know Ben, he's the founder of a program called Keto Camp. He's doing absolutely amazing online, transforming people's lives. Now for people who, I mean, keto, we're hearing it all over the place. What is keto though? I mean, seriously, there's so many people have their own little variation spins on it. What's Keto?
1: Yeah, good question. Because you asked 10 people, you'll get 10 different answers. When we go on Dr. Google and type in what is the keto diet, we'll get over 100 million results. And a lot of the information is very different. And most of it is actually the wrong information. So people call keto a diet. And it's really not a diet. It's a metabolic process. And it's a very natural process that's been around since humans have existed. So 2.5 million years, our ancestors did keto. It's just a matter of Bring in our sugar and carbohydrates low enough in our diet, the food that we're eating, so now our body could switch to a different fuel source, which is our own body fat. <laughs> so that's a good thing because we start to burn body fat, and our liver starts to produce ketones, which is a very p- powerful fuel source for the brain and for our cells. So it, we know from studies that it could reduce inflammation, it could help with your, it could help get rid of brain fog, it could help with mental clarity, and a side effect is yes, you'll lose a lot of weight. So Keto has been doing some great things out there. That's why it's so popular. But a lot of people don't really do it the right way. So I'm always grateful to kind of educate and teach the right way to do it versus the wrong way to do it. So So what what do you say to
0: people who say, well, it's not healthy for you? It's not healthy to do keto or, or is it? And I'll ask a second question. Is it like that Atkins diet?
1: Yeah. I would ask him why, why isn't it healthy? And maybe they'll say something like, well, you're eating a lot of you know saturated fat, you're eating all this cholesterol and isn't it going to increase your risk of heart disease? And I would say, okay, well, looking at my lab work, looking at the lab work of many people, we see the opposite, right? And a lot of studies show the opposite. For for a perfect example for you, David, I just did 40 days of carnivore <laughs> a couple months ago where I did, it's you're still in ketosis, so it's still keto, but it's nothing but animal fat saturated fat, cholesterol, and just protein. I did that for 40 days. And on day one, I did a whole bunch of lab work. I did a full panel. I looked at you know, my cholesterol. I looked at inflammatory markers that assess my risk for heart disease. And then I did 40 days and I did, I did the same exact test on day 40. And there's a, there's a marker called C-reactive protein, which is a very good marker assessing your risk of a cardiovascular event, so a heart attack or a stroke. And I essentially cut my C-reactive protein in half, more than half by doing carnivore, by eating nothing but saturated fat and cholesterol. So this flies in the face of conventional wisdom when they, when they talk about saturated fat and cholesterol. How
0: did you get into this? I mean, you're a healthy looking guy. You're, you're a healthy looking guy and you're healthy. And it, how did you even get
1: into this? I mean, you're right. I am healthy looking and I am healthy on the inside, but that wasn't who I was most of my life, David. Growing up here in Miami Beach, Florida, which you're very familiar with, I uh, was pretty much left to my own devices. I didn't, my parents worked a couple of, uh, several jobs. They immigrated here from Iran and they did the best they can with what they had, but I was left to my own devices and I hung out with the wrong crowd. I was addicted to video games and drugs and I was obese uh, growing up, uh, both physically and mentally. And that, transferred into my adulthood where I found myself being 23 years old, obese, uh, depressed, even suicidal because I was just lost in life. And I hit my my version of uh, rock bottom and I decided to get my life together. I decided to take responsibility. Uh, I decided for the first time in my life to stop being a victim of my past and start becoming a victor of my future. And it all started with books. (laughs) I started to read books from people you're familiar with, Tony Robbins and Bob Proctor and Earl Nightingale, uh, Jim Rohn, and all these legends really helped me understand that I am actually responsible. So I took responsibility over my health and I lost 80 pounds in nine months. I went from 34% body fat down to 6% body fat in nine months. And I carved out, yes, a physical six pack, but most importantly, a mental six pack. And that's where it all started for me back in 2008.
0: What would you say to someone who is like me, my age, maybe 40s, 50s, or even 60s and say, you know, Hey, I've tried to do this stuff and I get all these cravings when, you know, it's hard to go, you know, when you're, you're cutting out the carbs or cutting out the pasta, what would you, or the fruit, what would you say? I mean, how do you even begin something like this?
1: I've been there myself. Uh, I was a a carbaholic or a snackaholic, whatever you want to call it, where I couldn't go more than two to three hours without actually needing a hit of glucose from, you know, snacks, from foods, from high sugar foods. Uh, You know, when you do it the right way and you transition gradually into ketosis by just increasing, you start by increasing your healthy fats, increasing your proteins. The great thing about eating more protein is that protein helps you feel full. It satiates you. It activates these hormones that help you feel full. So you start slowly increasing protein and fat, slowly decreasing your carbohydrates, and then eventually your body is going to start transitioning from being a sugar burner to being a fat burner. And the, the, you reset your palate, and now you start craving healthy fats and avocados and eggs and beef. So it's a reset of the palate. It happened to me, and it happens to so many people out there.
0: So what, there's so many, you know, we hear about, like, this is the truth. This is the truth. Yeah how do you know what is really fake news i mean i I know you do a lot of research so what do you do to to really dissect down and give advice to the clients that you work with
1: yeah so i you know I'm, i'm always evolving right with my research and i'm always coming across new research and i'll admit that oh maybe this is not the right approach so what works for me is first experimenting right looking at the research seeing this might be a good idea to try and then i personally and my own guinea pig first, like the carnivore diet, perfect example. I read some great research on it. I interviewed a medical doctor about it, and I was like, how could this be good? I mean, so let me try it myself, and my lab work transformed, and I felt great. I lost some body fat, so now I have it as a course in my academy, a 30-day carnivore pillar. So it's things like that. I try it first. I look at the research. I get benefits from it, and then I teach it, and then I see others get benefit, and then I teach it more because it's working for other people.
0: What's the biggest challenge you've ever faced in your life?
1: Um, When I was depressed and um, actually it wasn't that now that I just did a second thought it was with when my dad was sick, when my dad uh, suffered a massive stroke from his diabetes and he was left paralyzed and lost the ability to speak. So the biggest challenge with that was watching him uh, essentially die before my eyes for nine months. I visited him every single week in the hospital and that whole nine-month period was the most challenging period in my life. My sister uh, didn't live here. My mom was working all the time. And I was pretty much the only person visiting him and kind of dealing with my father's decline. So that was the most challenging part and time in my entire life.
0: You, you actually just made a post about it the other day. And the the last comment that you had with your dad, You wanna, do you mind sharing that story? I thought it was so powerful what you shared.
1: Yeah. So this was we just passed the six year anniversary, which is why I shared that of my dad's passing. He had type two diabetes, which is a lifestyle disease that is treated with medication. So there's a mismatch there and he ended up getting that massive stroke. So he was in the hospital and I would visit him every single week, sometimes five times a week in the hospital as his body just, you know, shrunk before my eyes, every single visit, it looked like he was getting smaller and smaller And it was now nine months into this whole ordeal where I went to go visit him on a Monday night. It was August 12th, August 11th, and he was in the worst shape that I had ever seen him in on every single trip I had visited him. He was throwing up on himself. Um, He was convulsing. He was shaking. He he was helpless and and hopeless. And it was very difficult to see somebody I love go through that. I, I, I just wanted to help him. I didn't know what to do. So the nurses ended up, you know, treating him and and cleaning him up. And he looked a lot better that night. And I walked up to him and I looked at him in the eyes and I told him that I'm his son. You know, you're my father. You're always going to be my father. I'm always going to be your son. And I, I kissed him on the forehead and I told him I loved him. And I said the words, hasta la vista, baby, which was from the movie, The Terminator. He always said it to me when he said goodbye. He always would say, hasta la vista, baby. So I said it to him and I went home that night. And I prayed, like I prayed every single night. And I said the same prayer that I said every single night for months, which, which was to please just end my father's suffering. You know, he suffered enough. Just please let him rest in peace. Uh, and, and the next day I wake up and around noon, I get a phone call. I'm looking at the phone ring and it's from the hospital. And my heart just sunk in my chest because I know something was, was wrong. Something was up. So I pick up the phone and it's the nurse letting me know that my father, he stopped breathing that morning and they could not bring him back. He had passed on. And I sat down on the couch. I remember this very vividly, like it was yesterday. My dog was staring right at me, and I just heard a wave of emotions and just tears coming down my face. Part of me was very relieved and and happy that my father is no longer in pain; he's no longer suffering. And the other part of me was just so devastated that my my one only father is gone. And that's what started really my journey. It really took me from looking at health and teaching health from a hobby to actually a purpose and I'm inspired to educate the world now and teach them, hey, you know, I understand that I was going through that and and I now know that I could have saved my father's life with the same information that I share on my platforms. It would have saved my dad's life. So I, I know that, but I also know that I was given that mountain so I could show the world that this mountain can be moved. So that's why I'm inspired every day to educate and just share this information with the world
0: you know, the pain that you went through is now you're able to, you, you, is that when you started digging in and learning? I mean, it motivated you. Is that when you started changing your life around or was you, were you in process with that before?
1: I had already went through my transformation. I was already a personal trainer. I owned a CrossFit gym, but I was treating it as a hobby. I was treating it as, oh, this is fine. I'm kind of learning health. I'm teaching health. But it was when my dad passed that I took it from a hobby to a purpose, and I really dug into, you know, what's going on in the world. How can I make a difference here? So it really helped me elevate my game, and in, in every single day, I, I am passionate about doing that.
0: You know, it's interesting. Um, you know, talk, can we talk a little bit about diabetes? It's, I mean, it's one of the, I, from what I understand, it's one of the most common, but also preventable and treatable diseases, especially type two does keto help with that?
1: Yeah, it's one of the most powerful tools. Keto, when you combine keto with intermittent fasting, at reversing things like type 2 diabetes. And it's important for your audience to understand that when we're talking about diabetes, we're talking about type 2, right? Type 2 is reversible. Type 2 has been reversed countless amounts of times. I've seen it with the one-on-one people I work with and also the members of my Keto Camp Academy. Type 1 Right now, there's not a, you cannot reverse it, right? Right now, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. But yeah, type 2 diabetes is a, is a lifestyle disease. It's a disease of eating too many carbohydrates, eating too frequently, and now you've had excessive amounts of sugar in the blood, and you've become, you, your, your hormones, insulin, has become resistant. So the message is not being heard anymore. So what we want to do is start, it's kind of like when you have loud music playing in your ears every single day, you're going to become deaf to the music. You got to increase, keep increasing the volume in order for you to hear that music. So when you when you're eating a lot of sugar, it's the same thing. You start eating you need more sugar and more carbs to feel better and all of a sudden your cells are now deaf to your hormone insulin and insulin cannot drive the sugar in the blood, the, the bloodstream, the sugar into your cells. So you have high blood sugars and they put you on a medication to reduce the blood sugars, but it's not treating the root cause. So when you do keto and fasting, it's like slowly decreasing the sound on, that, on the headset and you start to heal, hear a little bit better and eventually you get your, hear- your hearing fully back. So we've seen it, it could happen as soon as a few months. I've seen it in 60 days with a client who had a high A1C, which is your, fa- your three-month uh, blood sugars, and they dropped their A1C from 65 to 5.6 in 60 days, meaning they reverse their diabetes. So yes, David, to answer your question, keto, when done right, can be a powerful way to reverse it.
0: So give me an example. If someone's interested in your program, what is Keto Camp?
1: Well, KetoCamp is my brand, which David has help me grow and expand and educate the masses. Uh David is my business and marketing coach. If y'all don't know, he's a brilliant mind which you know if you're listening to him. So Keto Camp is my brand. We are so far in 111 countries with our podcast. We have a top 15 podcast and a YouTube channel. And then we also have an online program called the Keto Camp Academy which is I believe the most comprehensive keto and fasting program you're ever going to come across. There's over 200 videos on there. It's A to Z keto, whether you're brand new or you've been doing it for years, you're going to get something from it. And it's graduate school to, it's kindergarten to graduate school for keto and fasting. So we offer this structure where I also do, do two monthly coaching calls and we have an amazing community in there. So keto camp is an education platform. We have the podcast, YouTube and our keto camp academy.
0: If you'd like to learn more about Ben Azadi and the Keto Camp, check out KetoCampAcademy.com. That's K-E-T-O-K-A-M-P-Academy.com. And stay tuned. Next week, Ben and I dig a little bit deeper into how he actually grew his business massively and went from zero to over 100,000 subscribers on YouTube in less than a year and a half.